Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Well, hello, everybody. It's Mike Nelson with Mosaic, the stories of real estate. Today is a beautiful Monday, November 27th, in the beautiful city of Waco, Texas. And, uh, Hoping everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving last week. And think about this, a month from now, we'll be two days past Christmas. Unbelievable how fast this year's gone by. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, my name is Mike Nelson. I'm the CEO of Efficient Lending Incorporated, and uh, I own a mortgage brokerage headquartered in Waco, but uh, originating loans in Texas, Colorado, and Florida. And this, of course, is my Monday update uh, powered by MBS Highway. So all my news and information are coming out of their weekly road signs uh, newsletter. And if you aren't familiar with MBS Highway or Barry Habib, just Google them. And of course, you can always go to my website, efficientlending.net, go to the Learning Center, and you can download a hard copy of a lot of what I'm talking about here today. And this is a great week to really understand kind of the the importance of weekly update information, so how we can spot trends of what's happening in real estate, how it matters relative to inventory and demand and supply, and of course, interest rates. So an important update. Obviously, last week was a little slow because we had Thanksgiving. So not a ton of headline and news information. We've got three headlines, which I'll talk about in a minute. But this week, we have just a ton of information that's coming out. Uh, Today, we had October new home sales. Uh, I'll probably have a graphic up on my uh, uh, Facebook page, Efficient Lending, and my YouTube channel, at Efficient Lending, by tonight. Uh, And then we have Tuesday, we've got home appreciation, price appreciation with Case Schiller, which is uh, kind of the gold standard for home appreciation. Then uh, I think Wednesday, we have pending home sales. That might be on Thursday, actually, pending home sales. Wednesday, we have the Fed releasing some GDP information. And of course, on Thursday, we have the Fed's favorite um, inflation metric, PCE, comes out on Thursday. So We'll have a jam-packed update next week, uh, which will be, I think, interesting because if you remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about some key uh, inflation indicators. We kind of wondered, we're watching, did we have an inflection in the marketplace? 
And so if we did, we're going to think this week that we see data that supports the fact that, yes, uh, the housing market's going to improve and hopefully interest rates will come down. So this is an important week. Uh, Also on Thursday, I'm dropping another one of my perspectives on the past episodes from Kirk Wodell. He's a real estate agent, longtime real estate agent in the greater Denver market. You're going to love this episode. Kirk, um, he started, he's an investor, so he's got a ton of experience. He's a career real estate agent, obviously, and he started in the crash in 2008 and two, you know, 2009. And the way he started in real, real estate is really interesting. It's a sort of great story. But with that, let's just kind of dive into some of the uh, headlines. And then, of course, after the headlines, I've got my mortgage morsel, a little tidbit of information. We're talking about the four weapons to fighting cost on a mortgage. But let's just jump into it. So uh, we have some housing inventory headlines from last week. Existing home sales fell 4.1% from September to October. And so on, if you annualize that, we'll have 3.79 million uh, homes sold this year. That is a 13-year low per uh, NAR, National Association of Realtors. Uh, and hey, if you're a real estate agent uh, or lender in this business, you're listening to this podcast, you're certainly feeling that lowness of uh, inventory and sales and transactions. Um, uh, sales also year over year were down 14.6%. 1.15 million homes are for sale in that right now. That's down 1.22 million from a year ago. And if you really kind of back out the of that 1.15 million, the homes that are under contract, you're going to see that there's uh, about 737,000 active in, uh, listings in the inventory right now. So you know, when you're hearing media news, so, so let me back up one one step here. So in in and around this data that's coming out, you may have seen some information coming out uh, on new home sales today that showed the median home price fell for homes. And so we want to be very careful not to confuse the median home price with appreciation. So next week, I'm going to unpack what median home price really means. But tomorrow with Case Schiller and the Home Price Appreciation Index, we want to think, we're going to guess as we sit here today, that we'll see appreciation in the market. So that obviously begs the question, if the median home price is coming down, yet we're seeing appreciation in housing, how do we reconcile that difference? How do we make heads or tails of what that really means in the real estate market? If you're a buyer or a seller and you're under trying, trying to understand these conflicting data points, well, we're going to unpack median home price next week. But for today, let's kind of think about existing home sales fell 4.1%. So we might think or postulate that if home sales are falling, then they're staying on the, lark, on the market for a long time. But that's actually not the case. Homes are actually selling quickly right now. 66% of the homes sold are sold in less than one uh, one month. Right now, we're averaging 23 days on market. So what we're understanding is, okay, well, we see the median home price drop. We're seeing lows in inventory. We still see a strong demand. This is very important. Why? Homes are selling when they're priced appropriately in the marketplace. So that's a very good thing. The chief economist for NAR came out and said uh, last week also that they uh, expect to see uh, inventories increase in the spring. I I don't know what's behind that number. It could just be seasonality, but that's certainly good words that we want to hear from the chief uh, economist at uh, NAR. So moving on to the next headline, weekly jobless claims declined more than expected. Claims fell by 24,000 jobs uh, month over month, a little bit uh, more than was expected. 
for the decline to be, that's good, uh, means people are working. However, the trend, and so we want to watch this employment trend because as we recall, employment trends and what's happening in the employment market is a big key indicator the Fed looks looks at as they determine if they want to raise interest rates and their next decision day for that is December 13th. So uh, while fewer people filed for claims than was expected, that's good. The trend is still high, meaning we're still trending that the labor market is not doing great. And so how the Fed will look at that on December 13th obviously remains to be seen but that's an important uh, indicator. Uh, last headline I'm going to talk about is um, the conference board uh, uh, came out with an important recession indicator. Just Google conference board if you don't know what they are. It's a think tank, and it's a think tank that's trying to predict uh, or understand economic trends, among other things. So that uh, the conference board comes out with a, a metric called uh, LEI. Uh, leading economic indicator. It fell by eight-tenths of a percent in October. That is the 19th consecutive month of decline, and it's on a negative trajectory. Now, historically, when that LEI indicator goes negative, we have 22 months before we're in a recession. Well, so that indicator, along with the three other indicators that I talked about two weeks ago, would be another indicator of recession. Why is that important? Well, The Fed wants to see a cooling economy to make their decision if they're going to raise rates. And so they'll look at these metrics. And if they decide, well, the economy's cooled off enough, labor is where it needs to be, then we can expect the Fed not to raise rates in December, which will give the bond market confidence and then hopefully reduce interest rates. So those are the trends that we're watching. And it's important. Obviously, recession is not great for the economy, but historically, set aside 2007 and 2008, uh, real estate does very well during periods of recession. And look, you can call me on, on that and I can go over the, the numbers with you if that doesn't make intuitive sense. Uh, it's, I'm easy to get a hold of. Go to my uh, website, efficientlending.net. You can find my phone lum- number. It's 720-419-3016. All right, almost done here. I'm going to tap into the, my mortgage morsel for the week. Um, three weeks ago, we started our kind of four-part series on attacking the cost of a mortgage. And I kind of put out there that there are four levers that you can use to really fight and attack the cost of a mortgage. Obviously, the loan program you choose, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac versus government, FHA, USDA. So the program is one of them. The interest rate is obviously another lever you can use to fight cost. Then the down payment and the term. And I stack ranked them. And this is probably going to surprise people. But I would suggest of those four levers, if you stack rank them, uh, the term of the loan or the length of the loan, like a 30-year loan, is the number one strongest weapon you have to fight cost. Second, and this is kind of tied with number one, would be the down payment. If you're buying a home or the cash you're bringing to the table potentially on a refinance, that would be second. Third is the program. And the fourth is the interest rate. And look, if you have questions on that, I'm more than happy to kind of walk through the math. What does that look like? How do I come to those conclusions? Just call me 720-419-3016 and I'm happy to chat with you about that. So today we're on number three. So the third stacked ranked of those four levers would be the program of the loan. So what I'm talking about there is Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac versus an FHA or a government loan, USDA, VA, even a non-QM loan potentially if you're a self-employed borrower. So what I'll suggest is the first is obviously term, second's down payment, and the third most important cost factor or weapon you can use to fight cost would be the program. 
Next week, I'll talk about interest rate and I'll unpack that a little bit and we'll get into it. But until then, you can always find me uh, at efficientlending.net on my webpage. I'm on Facebook, uh, Efficient Lending, YouTube at Efficient Lending. Obviously, we're on the podcast here. But most importantly, I love a phone call at 720-419-3016. Don't forget to check out my uh, drop on Thursday with Kirk Wodell. It's a great episode. You really love his perspective and insights on kind of the past in real estate and where we are today. As always, can't thank you enough for listening to uh, my podcast or checking me out online. I so much appreciate people's time. Hope you have a great holiday season and we will talk to you next Monday. Thanks for joining us on Mosaic, the stories of real estate. And a big thank you, as always, to Rogue Media Network and their support of this podcast. They're so appreciated. My name is Mike Nelson. I'm the CEO of Efficient Lending Incorporated, a mortgage company located in Colorado, Texas, and Florida. You can reach us at YouTube at Efficient Lending or on Facebook at Efficient Lending. And of course, I always love a phone call at 720-419-3016. Email works as well at mike at efficientlending.net. Efficient Lending Incorporated, NMLS 1876539. And my individual NMLS number is 1314188. As always, thanks for listening to Mosaic, the stories of real estate. And we look forward to connecting with you again on a future episode. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.